podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Bonjour, hello. <laughs> That's all I've got. I'm not Grizz. I'm not doing homework. one of these languages. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm so, yeah. loving it, Bilal. But anybody, well, <laughs> yeah, man. Great to be here with you, man. He's yeah. trying to do them and then Bonacera. <laughs> <laughs> Bonacera, all of that. I forgot. I was gonna say ciao. I was gonna say arrivederci, but that's another different word. I think that's goodbye. So yeah, listen. Yeah. I'll start saying random, random, random words. You guys in the comments, man. You guys make me laugh, man. Yeah. I say Grizz, you look hella yeah. different. Yeah, you've <laughs> got a bit more of a tan. He, he's glowing, man. Grizz looking different right now, but yeah, younger, it's... much younger, Grizz. Oh my god, <laughs> could you imagine? If Grizz is here, not on Big Six, right? Listen, conspiracies, yeah? This is what you guys are trying to do. There's no problems whatsoever. But yeah, listen, guys, man. Today's Eurostars, man. Listen, we're giving you the content every week, no matter what I've got next to me on my... What's my left right now? On my right? I don't even know. It's Michael. Big up, Michael. How you doing, bro? Doing good. A little sick right now. Got a stomach bug, but you never know. So excited to talk some football. Serie A, Bunny Ziga's back. My favorite league, yay. We saw High Lines moving mad over there. It's amazing. And Copa del Rey. You're a little bit far, I think. Is it me or just a little bit far? Like Better? Yeah, yeah, much better, yeah. Yeah, some Copa del Rey, you know. Real Madrid, Atleti, Madrid Derby. Little big lead up to it, but yeah. 100%, man. Listen, you see, people are fighting through stomach bugs, everything to bring you guys content. And another man that loves football more than anyone I know, it's Mo. How you doing, bro? How is everybody doing? I'm happy to be here with you guys. The Madrid Derby 3-1, Vinicius Jr. responding to the banners, the racist ones. <laughs> man, these people ruin football, man. And uh, he just, uh, the best response is on the pitch to dribble the whole team and just score a solo goal. It is what it is. If you know, you know. Yeah, no, 100%. I didn't check too much before the game because I know this has been ongoing even last season. Even after the World Cup, I've been seeing the stuff Vinicius Juniors had to deal with as well. So, yeah, big him up because it's not easy, man. And I don't know if Aleti as a club are doing anything against their fans. They must be doing something against the fans who are doing you know, the, the racism and all that kind of stuff. There. I don't think they can, man. I don't think they can. I'm not sure if they can. I'm not sure. You know, like, you know mm. what I mean? These are like just... They put banner on a bridge for the bus yeah. when the bus was going. It's like, it, it is what it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's, it's mad and that's a sad thing, man. It's deep-rooted a lot of the time. But, listen, they can hate all they want. Some things are just never going to change. You've got to deal with it. But enough of that, man. We just go into the football itself. And to be fair, it ended up being on... Well, the scoreline would suggest that, oh, 3-1. I know it's extra time, but Real Madrid had it so to speak, maybe an easier game than we would have thought. But going into that game, I don't know how you guys were feeling with Real Madrid as a whole. 
right? Right now, Ancelotti, the football that they've been playing recently, a couple of weeks ago, losing to Barcelona as well. Things are not looking so great. Even when you look at their squad, you look at their bench. I don't know if it's just me, but I'm like, mm, it's not really, it doesn't feel like Real Madrid right now. But they have this mentality that they can just turn it on when they need to. And against Aleti today, that first goal that they scored, it was a beautiful goal, beautifully worked goal. If that was Luis Enrique, we would be talking so much. Yeah, we would be saying, mm, Enrique ball. But listen, they tried. Second half, I think Real Madrid really got into the game. And we'll talk on my guy, Camavinga, because he's behind me right now. I want to talk on him a little bit as well, because I thought today, although he did obviously had to go into left-back, what a player he is. I don't know, Michael, your thoughts on the game and in terms of any players that you thought stood out as well today. Yeah, the game was, I mean, first half, I think Atleti dominated. It probably could have been up like 2-3-0, to be honest. I'd go for Morata. You know, Morata, he's a very, uh, what's it called? Shameless man, he scored against Real Madrid, man, and then he goes and celebrates, my friend. Like the guy spent half his career at Real Madrid, and it looks like he scored against the enemy. It's the enemy for the Atletico Madrid fan. It's not the enemy for you. And they keep, you remember, Real Madrid keep taking him back. Every club that wanted to let him go, they would take him back as well, and he would play. This guy is shameless, man. I've never seen someone like this, man. Hey, like, man, Luka- hey, man, Lukaku did the same thing when he scored against Everton for United. I'm not going to lie. He was celebrating too. But, nah, but he wasn't... Was- listen, he wasn't Everton through and through. Like, true. This true. guy, Morata, man, came through the ranks. I think he, he joined him when he was like 18 yeah. years old. Yeah. Got to the picture by them. Spent four years. Won the Champions League with them. Then they loan him out. He comes back. So I'm sorry. That's... That's a totally different story. This guy is shameless, man. Yeah. He was like going to celebrate in front of their friends as well. I'm like, what are you doing, my friend? What are you doing? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Maybe left some back in bad blood. But now for Real Madrid, um, Mendy, that was my big takeaway in that first half. This, that guy's an abysmal left back. Uh, the only reason that this guy's rated might be because of FIFA Ultimate Team. I'm not even joking. Because he's OP on that game. But in real life... The way he was sleeping for that first goal was absolutely abysmal. And Camavinga, I tweeted this out. I said, Mendy, come get your left back spot back. Because Camavinga put in, I think he got voted man of the match. Yeah. Um, So he was fantastic. And Rodrigo, this guy, yo, I don't know if you guys watch basketball, but the sixth man of the year award, bench player, Rodrigo off the bench might be one of the best players in the world. We saw it last year in Champions League, that City game, the Chelsea game, where he came off the bench, instant impact. Today, once again, instant impact off the bench. And what a beautiful goal. That was Brazil. Joga Bonito at his finest. So, yeah. They're calling him R9 man right now. Like, yeah, I don't know. I've seen. He touched the knees. He touched the knees. The internet's too funny. Listen, he's a marvelous player and he's so good off that left side that it's just like him and Vinny. Can they really coexist? Maybe, they, if, maybe if they played it more like a 4 2 3 1, and then that's not how they play, right? And then he can play more central, maybe more from the left because he's so good. He's two-footed, yes, but really and truly that left side, I think that's his spot, man. And today, but with him and Vinny, it's always going to be like that. One in, one out, them playing together, it's going to be difficult all the time. And there's other players in the team, like, I don't know, Mo, your opinion, guys like Valverde. Like, I think I know he's overrated. The... I think he's a very good player running and stuff like this. But I think, listen, when I say overrated, that means he's a seven. He's a seven out of ten. Just people, the media makes him look like he's a superstar, like he's a he's a next Modric, he's a next mm-hmm. Cruz. You know what? When I say overrated, doesn't mean I don't rate the player. That means I rate him. Very good player. Will start for Real Madrid in the future. 
But is he the guy that you can count on to lead a midfield? No, they still need Chomet. Like, I would rate Chomeni higher than him. Yes, scores goals here and there. Like, he runs and runs and runs Valverde. can play right wing, can play central midfielder as well. But the, the, the way people talk about some of these players, especially for the English-speaking people that don't watch La Liga week in, week out, they think that when they're going to go watch Valverde, they're going to see another Zidane or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's good and everything. You know what I mean? But he's not Jamal Musiala. He's not Bellingham. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You're watching Jamal Musiala full of highlights, full of technical abilities. Can actually make something hard, hard, happen out of nothing. Valverde, top, top player. You know, like, he's the likes of Jordan Henderson. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. at his top. Like, Jordan Henderson, three Champions League finals, won the league with, with, um, with Liverpool, won the Champions League. Yes, but is he the Modric of Liverpool? Of course he's not. No. Of course, he, it, that's what I'm talking about. Still, Valverde, great player, great energy. But again, they need to replace Modric and, and Tony Cruz. Today, I saw them, Modric and Tony Cruz, even though Modric had an assist, he is getting older. The 38 years old is, is obvious on him. The Rodrigo de Pauls, you know what I mean? The Lemar on him, the Carrasco when he came on. It looked like he's older than these guys by 10 years, and it's showing that Flair is there. But I don't know what you guys think about that, but they need two new midfielders, to be honest. Well, Michael, do you agree with that? Especially that last point on needing two new midfielders at Real Madrid. Yeah, I mean, they had the Modric replacement in-house, but they sold them to Arsenal. Martin Odegaard, that's what they need right now. Martin Odegaard would be perfect in that team, but they let him go because they never played him, man. We all, see, we all see how he's playing at Arsenal right now. They could do with someone that could pick that lock because Luka Modric and Tony Cruz to an extent, mostly from deeper, are the only players in that midfield that can pick a lock. Fede Valverde, as good as he is off the ball, running, tracking back, and he, and he has an amazing long-range screamer in him, but on the ball, I think he is a tad overrated because I saw, I've seen clips of like other podcasts and everything call like, Saying he'll be better than Steven Jared in like five years, which is an absolute ludicrous. You know what, Michael? Michael, let me ask you something. Any any player, if you see highlights, like if you go to like YouTube reels and stuff, you'll think that this is prime R nine. Yeah, yo, yo, this guy, yo, you know his goal I mean? catalog, his goal, yo, this guy, like yeah. his screamers are amazing. I've never seen someone shoot the ball that hard, but on the ball, I, he is a little overrated. Like he doesn't have. I mean, I'm a more of a technical ability kind of guy. That that's kind of like Mo mentioned Musiala, but like I can see, I can watch this guy play all day because. He'll do all the fancy tricks, the dribbles, but he'll also provide that final action. Valverde, is he a right wing fielder? Is he a midfielder? Because Can he really play in that midfield in a big game where he needs to control the game? I don't think he could do that. So uh, it's iffy for me with him. Yeah, that's a tough one, I think. Because even I think Uruguay... Get Bellingham. You know that. You know, I was thinking but, about that. I know mm-hmm. he, I think they, they're going to get Bellingham. If Bellingham doesn't go to Man City and Man City are not willing to pay the money... He's going to choose Real Madrid over Liverpool because it doesn't look like Liverpool are coming out of that coma mm. soon enough for them to recover. I'm not sure what do you think, Bilal, about, about like Bellingham. Of course, playing under Pep is your ultimate option. But if if Liverpool, they, they don't like fix things, would you go to Real Madrid and you see Camavinga, Chomeni, Bellingham? As much as I... Personally, I would like him to go to Real Madrid. Speaking to obviously Grizz, if he was here, he'll tell you, nope, he's signing for Liverpool, by the way. <laughs> so I've got to get that one in there. Grizz is telling me Bellingham is going to sign for Liverpool. We've had actually journalists in Germany quite reliable saying Liverpool, the strongest team in 
for Bellingham right now. So we'll see how that goes because Klopp apparently, even according to the lights of Fabrizio, he's calling Klopp um, Dortmund every single day, asking about Bellingham and the situation around him. So Liverpool are really they really want him. I think the family as well. They probably would like the idea of Liverpool, and I don't think Champions League or lack of it is a big deal for just one season, even two. He's a young player. He, coming back to England, I can see why he'd want to go there. Personally, though, for you me... You see why he would want to go there? Yeah, 100%. Really? Well, 100%. Oh, that's, yo, they're selling him the Gerard gene. They're saying you could become our next Steven Gerard. It doesn't matter gonna, what they yeah. say, Michael. That's not the point. You they're can say whatever him. you want. They're gaslighting him. Anyway, we're not here to talk if, about Liverpool. If Man, City, if Man City come in, oh, that's a conversation as well. I'd say I think Man City, yeah. Liverpool, the two teams would be interested. And yeah. definitely City, Haaland, Bellingham, Foden... Even Grealish, yeah. all of that sort of connection. Definitely, Man City, if they put their necks on the line, they want to get him as well. That's definitely going to be a conversation. But for me, listen, take him to Real Madrid. Let Make Camavinga play left back. Make Camavinga angry and then bring him to my side. But that's okay. a different, different story. That's my agenda. This guy's yeah, an alternative every single time. As, as, as a thing in his head, like he's drawing a... <laughs> A story. I've, I've got a little plan. I've got a little plan. Yes. <laughs> no, but honestly, Kamavinga, what a player, man. From left back today, the way he, he played, he drew Savage into getting that red card. Also, a little stat that I saw, just a side note before we move on as well. La Liga and Ligue 1, in terms of red cards, it's ridiculous. Since the break, apparently, I think in La Liga alone, there's been maybe 40 red cards or something like that. In Ligue 1, it's 44. And the Premier League is 8 red card someone in the comments if you can like make sure if this stat is real because if it is and it kind of makes sense whenever i watch especially league on whenever i watch league and i'm seeing red cards that's that's a fact and yes. but la liga as well like they're quick to give these these cards man I, obviously because they don't let as many things go but yeah that's just an interesting interesting side point in my opinion they but got the ref they got that ref, yeah. Manu Lahos. That guy, that guy has the ultimate main character syndrome in him. He be giving out yellow cards, red cards every single minute. I think he retired. You know, I nah, he didn't, bro. He's gonna retire. He is he's gonna, gonna retire. He's gonna retire. Yeah, he, bro, he's gonna yeah. retire. One hundred percent. Let me just get this coming up here as well, just so we don't think we're missing out on breaking news. But quick side note: any thoughts on Ajax manager Alfred Schroeder getting sacked? I only watched yeah. the guy on Champions League and his, his record is abysmal in, mm. in, in Champions League and in Eldevizia. That's what I'm saying. He won seven games out of 12 and this is Ajax. You know, you're expecting him to win 10 or something. I don't know. It's just another bold guy that gets hired assuming that he's <laughs> going to do the same job. That's exactly what they did out there. That's uh, what I think. It's what I think. You know, like, get this guy. He looks exactly like Ten Hag. He's going to do the same job, but it, it doesn't look like he did. Yeah, yeah. This, guy, this guy's a disgrace in my bald coach theory experiment, man. This guy almost let me down in the stocks, but nah, this guy's... Nah, they thought life was gonna be. They thought life was gonna be sweet without Ten Hag. Nah, you, nah, nah. You know, you know that his his wins are not even fifty percent. Ajax. Yeah, they haven't won uh, seven uh, games. In the early, no, no, no. Sorry, they won twelve out of twenty six. Ajax. You know what I mean? Like, imagine that you join Man City and your win percentage is less than fifty percent. And it's even right. Man City is a tougher job than Ajax at the Eredivisie. Just. He moving like Rara Fragnik, man. Nah, but I know European lad that got on Twitter with like all the images. He'll be a very happy guy. This guy's been calling for a shooter to get sacked since like October. So, very play to Ajax. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder who they get now. But yeah, yeah, kudos. Yeah. Come my way, man. I know we're broke, but we'll we'll figure out a way. Why all 
the Premier League people, they have their own agendas about players and managers. It's unbelievable. It's hey, unbelievable. Nah, nah, I got a connection with Ajax. Yo. See, they, they send me players. Oh I'll take That's not a connection. Home. That's not a connection. That's just mm. bullying. Mike man. has a connection not... with everybody, man. Mike likes players everywhere. Mike I do. Wants, I have, wants I have stocks. Screenyard is like stocks everywhere, my friend. Nah, Screenyard, I'll let, I'll let PSG handle Screenyard, but nah, nah. My stocks are in uh, Portuguese League. That's where all my stocks are. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Any anyway, last... Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, any last thoughts on just the Real Madrid game? Anything in particular, maybe even from Atleti, that impressed you today? Yes, they were actually better than what I expected, mm-hmm. Atletico Madrid. Today, in the, especially in that first half, they were knocking the ball around. They had a plan. It looked like they were playing between the lines. It looks like they're not just knocking it long and assuming that something is going to happen. And it looked like Joao Felix was holding them back. It's not the other way around. <laughs> no, just kidding. But I think today they're playing away. And I thought that they were okay. They weren't bad at all. They were good. I don't know if you guys, you guys agree that today at yeah. least it looked like a footballing team, not a team yeah. that came to fight. And that's mm-hmm. uh, at least that's a positive sign for them. Maybe Simeone is hearing about Euro stars and, and, and we're calling for his sacking. And he's like, no, no, no. I got to change the way I play football. And maybe that's what happened. Yeah, listen, I think, you know, honestly... I knew him and Jao Felix, that drama always sometimes on the... Well, not even sometimes, a lot of the time on the bench, not really using him. That's gone now. Simeone's, again, reasserted his little dominance. And I think if he has a good few months, he's probably going to end up staying at Atleti and we'll see how they go. Molina, a right-back as well, another impressive player, man. So Udinese, I'm sure, Mo, you've probably seen him a few times before he even moved to Atleti. And yeah, he looked good as well today. So there's a lot of positives yeah. to take. Very, yeah. very good player. He's like Where are they in the table? Fourth. They're fourth? Oh, that's not but bad. let me tell you one thing, one stat that I heard here on ESPN. I'm not sure who you guys are watching, and I'm sure Michael, you watched the same. They said yeah. Atleti finished in the top three in the last decade, every season. Yeah. That yeah, they sense. must have, yeah. They I, think, have. I don't think that's going to happen this year because Sociedad are moving a little different. I, I this year. still think that Atleti will push to finish third. It's uh, possible. No, uh, they have no Europe, no... right? Yeah. They're out of Europe completely, right? So. Yes. Yes, so that's, that's gonna help them. Yes, it's gonna help yeah. them. And Sociedad still obviously in the Europa. They finished top of your group, Michael. Yeah, hmm. giving you this. So the, la- the last thing I want to ask you guys is, and I heard this on the radio: Can Sociedad be the outsider to put a little bit of pressure on Real Madrid and Barcelona in La Liga, being six points behind only? They could do even. We can even go into yesterday's game then, because like. I managed to just catch a little bit of it. I was more focused, uh, unfortunately, on Michael's team. But from what I saw, Sociedad, even with 10 men, they had chances to equalise. They had chances to really get back into the game. And obviously, the the main star in that middle of the park, let me see if I can get this up again, Zubi Mendy, again, with another good performance. I'm seeing Barcelona fans saying, bring him, bring him to the Camp Nou, bring him now. Like, they look like a really good team and they've got attackers. I know they obviously they lost the likes of Isaac recently, but Yatabal coming back looking good. Soloth is another strong striker. You've got Cuba in there. They look like a very decent and well-oiled machine and they play good football. So it's one of those ones. It's not a surprise that they're third in the league right now and they're only losing 1-0 to Barcelona with 10 men. I think potentially they can make some noise, but in the end it will probably be a bit too much, especially if they go far in the Europa League. 
I think it'll be a bit too much just to catch up with the likes of Barcelona and Real Madrid. And I have a s- sneaky feeling that, listen, I predicted before the season, Barcelona's going to win La Liga, right? Yeah. It, it, feels, it feels like it's going to happen. And I, I am. Me, now, yeah, me and you and Grizz said Real Madrid. Yeah. And it looks like <laughs> these players that Real Madrid have, they're not good <laughs> enough to play two competitions. Sorry, they're not. It's not good enough. Fitness-wise <laughs> and age-wise, they're not ready to play three competitions at the same time. Remember, I think the semi-final in the Copa mm-hmm. is, is two-legged uh, games. They yeah. are in the semi-final yeah, exactly. now. So extra three games if they reach the final and then the Champions League and then La Liga. I think that's too much for them. I, I think also, we remember, they have the oh, Club well, World Cup coming on, two, three, two games. So mm-hmm. that's too much, to be honest. Um, it is it's kind of... I think this is going to be a tough season for them because... Mm-hmm. They didn't strengthen enough in the summer. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Yeah. It's not enough. 100%. Yeah. I don't know what you guys' thoughts are. We can talk about the attacking players now, especially Barcelona, like Dembele, Lewandowski, Gavi. The likes of now big investments. This is what is now crazy about the Barcelona situation. They're big, big investments in recent times. Rafinha and Ferran Torres. These guys are not really getting a look in. And especially Ferran Torres, in my opinion, they spent what? 50 million was it 60 million and i'm even seeing loads of um spanish reports and catalan media saying he's like the last option last option for xavi right now in the attack he doesn't want to use him i understand why it was a bit of a bozo that's his main reason you don't want to you don't have a bozo up front you know he's not really a winger he's not really a striker he's just one of those ones where he he's just there so i don't know on the barcelona front financially we talk about their situation time and time again i hope they can pull through because I don't want to see a club like Barcelona go down because of, of money. You know, now nah, listen, we've got Michael. I don't, I don't know about care. You. I don't care. I don't care if they go down because of money. Like the whole league in Serie A are going down because of money. Yo, listen, let Barcelona crumble, man. What is I this? don't care if someone goes down because of the money. People did the one Super League. <laughs> so that's what you're going to get. You're going to get Bournemouth outbidding AC Milan. And we're going to talk about it. You're going to get Bournemouth outbidding AC Milan. You're gonna get who you're gonna you're gonna get who, who else? Nottingham Forest are bidding Atalanta that just were in the quarter no, no, no final. Forest, two, man. two Champions Leagues. Come on, man. Respect. Nottingham Forest, two Champions Leagues. No, but Big that's club. what I mean. That's what I mean. A club that just came from the championship are yeah, bidding yeah. a uh, an Atalanta and a Fiorent- and a Lazio. This is what you're gonna get. You're gonna get clubs like Bournemouth. And that's going to be the problem that is going to happen. And then they did a one Super League. So I Mo, don't care if Barcelona go down, to be honest. I, I don't care for the money. Mo, I don't care. I've been thinking about this, right? And this is during the Super League. I said it makes no sense. From even I remember also Wenger said it makes no sense to have a Super League when the Premier League teams are involved. That The main reason to have a Super League is because you want to catch up to the Premier League teams. So I was thinking in my head, would it not be possible to have like a Mediterranean League one day? The Spanish League? Italy, and then you could have a big six of Barca, Real Madrid, Atleti, Inter, Milan, Juve. Six, six big, massive clubs there. Oh, you know, together. I don't know if that's possible. Someone mentioned that on Twitter. You know, they, uh, they, they like so they did like location, pretty much like uh, kind of like the Iberian Peninsula, like Spain, like those. They form a league, and then another part forms another league, and like Belgium and all them, and then they compete with the Premier League that way, like form yeah. a whole like. Four teams from the best leagues and, and like put them all together to form that kind of super league. Because yeah, there's no point in putting the prem teams, man. Yeah, I got I too much fun. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm not 
I'm not a one to 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 like talk about the Premier League teams and but the they they listen they provide a better product and that's why they have the money and they tap to the right markets and it's just shame on the Italian and the La Liga because nobody watches La Liga anymore not in America even in America in the last four or five years even after Ronaldo left. They kind of it was marketed well. I promise you, yeah. nobody watches La Liga anymore, and it's it's shame. Serie A, of course, is dead here. Look at, I'm just not going to talk about the coverage because I'm not going to bash some of the people that do the work here. I kind of know some of them, but it is kind of weird that the coverage of the Premier League is much superior. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah it's not on TV yeah. here. That's why, like, it's all on the streaming apps, like Paramount and Peacock. So, like that. Well, not Peacock. ESPN Plus. That's where, like, that's where La Liga coverage is. That's where Serie A coverage is. And the games aren't on live TV, which means you gotta pay to watch the games. And ain't no one paying to watch games. That ain't happening. That's a great point, man. Even in England, right? Growing up in England, um, I've got the Premier League, but the other league that was watched all the time. I remember everyone was like in the last decade or so. Was it La Liga? La Liga was on TV everywhere in England, like Sky Sports all the time. La Liga, La Liga, La Liga. All of a sudden, last few years, well, not even a few years, me, me, six, seven years now, La Liga in England has been, you can't even find it on TV properly. There's a thing. Even, watch... even about the Ronaldo Messi time. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying when Ronaldo Messi, that was the peak era. La Liga was Did, on stock. Was it on TV like and even in England? People used yeah, to watch Yeah, 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 yeah. La Liga was unbelievable. We used to have shows like, Revista de la Liga on, on the sky we were always getting the in-depth scoop yeah. on what's happening in Spain like La Liga was massive and there was always the argument you're like yeah no 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 La Liga is bigger than the Premier League that time this is me growing up and you're obviously watching the Barcelona beating the likes of Arsenal and Champions League Man United in the Champions League Chelsea in the Champions League and then Real Madrid doing their thing as well like I think what I don't know how La Liga have managed to outside of Spain really dilute what the product they have because they had a really beautiful sort of league but you know it got it, better i, I keep yeah. telling this story i keep telling, all my life i was a fan of the premier league of course I'm, a, I'm an inter supporter but all my life i've been a fan of the premier league since it came on tv in the middle east in 2002 mm. and when chelsea came to the picture and i was always watching the premier league assuming that well, how does the Premier League look so good in comparison with the Serie A, in comparison with La Liga? And then my first ever game was Everton-Arsenal at Goodison Park, ever, in 2019. I went to England, yeah. it was my first time, and I went to that game. And the game was absolute shit. The level of football on the, on the pitch was shit. The stadium itself is very old. However, yeah. number one was the pitch itself was great. Was mm-hmm. great. And then I went home and I watched the highlights of that game. And mm-hmm. the highlights, which is NBC highlights, Michael knows this, NBC highlights or even Sky Sports highlights, they looked absolutely magnificent because they are from mm-hmm. the game footage. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Premier League is selling. People in England think that the Premier League is selling the product to the people in England. Mm-hmm. No, the money is not coming from England. The money is coming from America. The money is coming from Asia. The money is coming from the Middle East and Africa. And the product that you're selling is not the actual football. It's mm-hmm. what's on TV. That's what people see. And that product is much superior to any other football. Even it's more superior to the Champions League. Yeah, Way more superior. It just looks better. The production is better. They spend way more money on the production than anything else. That it makes it the most watched league in the world. Even when La Liga 
what's going on? People would rather watch at that time, probably uh, as an Spurs playing, for example, Brighton, than watching Barcelona play a team like Huesca or something because it doesn't look as good on TV. Yeah. And that's that's a fact. And at the end, after Ronaldo and Messi, it caught up because people mm-hmm. used to only watch Real Madrid and Barcelona because of mm-hmm. Ronaldo and Messi. But now because they left, now the viewing, the viewing numbers... The massive difference between both leagues. Yeah, no, hun- yeah, I feel that hundred percent. Like the product of the Premier League, and I do think the language as well. You have to remember England, the English language. If, even if you're from the Middle East, you might have a bit more knowledge of the English language compared to Spanish or Italian. If you're an American, the easiest league to go and access and get information is going to be the Premier League. So, in that sense as well, that's all. Of- inherently given the Premier League an advantage over the other leagues in Europe. But then I look at Serie A, we'll get on to Serie A in a second, and every game I watch, and I know, I think every game is shown on TV, right, in Italy. I don't yeah. know how it works, because like, the state, yeah, the stadiums are never really full. I think that's a, another thing that affects no, them. No, they are Serie. full. The problem is the stadiums mm. are not football stadiums. Mm. They are Olympic stadiums. They are city stadiums. There is a track around. Like, look at the fans of Napoli... <laughs> Like 30 yards behind the goal. Look at the fans yeah. in, the, in, the, in the Olympic Stadium in Roma. Mm. That's why in Juventus Stadium, even if it's empty, it looks good on TV. The only yeah. thing that it looks good on TV is Juventus Stadium because it's built like a proper football stadium. And mm-hmm. Anyway, go back to that. If we go back to the football, <laughs> it's a talk. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I had this talk with a lot of people about why the Premier League, that's five, six years ago, will... It will go to be the biggest thing on TV and for a while and nobody's going to catch up to it. No one. 100%, man. Let me just go through some of the comments here. Scout saying, Jamie Bino Gittens. Yeah, we'll talk about this. We maybe get a bit of Bundesliga chat. He's the next big English winger. So much technical ability and always changes the game for Dortmund. I remember I shouted him out earlier on in this Eurostars and I was getting cooked. But my guy scouts telling me there, Sammy here saying below, you have to stop Barca. And you're... listen, Man United, man. I got some cooking for Javi. I got some cooking for Javi. Don't worry, man. Why are you feeling sorry for? Why is he feeling sorry, bro? You forgot RVP red card. Listen, man, it's the forgotten history at this point. You have to respect. I think Barcelona, the football they play over the years, outshadows all of the all of the scandals. In no. my opinion. What is this for? I, I watch Messi chip my team how many times, bro? Listen, I can speak about the it. whole thing is built over a scandal in 2008. Exactly. Oh, yo, see, bro gets it, man. Nah, see, yo, yo you got the too much love for Barcelona, bro. Where's your hate, they, man? Yeah, I'm not sure how old were you, Bilal, then, but the whole thing is, ba- <laughs> is, is built on a scandal in 2008. That's we, we what don't happened. Care. We don't care. I care. All I would right. be on. I would be on four UCLs, five UCLs right now. Oh man, I hate that club. <laughs> Why? Because they beat us in two thousand nine. We would have beat Chelsea in that final again. Exactly. And See, you t- would have if they did. But Exa- if they didn't cheat. Nah, nah. We we got help. We got some. Actually, no. Ronaldo's head was already in Madrid. They actually might have beaten us. You're not wrong. Let's go. Let's go to this the Serie A club. a little bit. Let's yeah, let's go to Serie A, man. And we go straight into. We have to start here because Mo, you got to explain to me. Empoli. I know Napoli fans, I think, always say they used to lose to Empoli and they had that hoodoo. Empoli are our bogey team. Um, yeah. Seems to be everyone's little bogey team. No, it but seems. it's not that. It's a, a screen yard got a record in a minute 40. And uh, 
the players and the whole club is in shambles right now. You have no idea. They released something two hours before the game from the agent of Screener saying that the basically they screwed up. The uh, the management screwed up. So the, the our captain, imagine your captain and your best player is leaving mm-hmm. the club because the management put him on the market against as well. And then they wanted to renew him with a lower, with a very low offer in comparison with what he's getting offered from abroad. And then they want to pin it on him saying that he doesn't want to renew. But in front of the fans, everything got exposed. So the guy plays the game, gets a record. And then everybody else inside the game is thinking about that red card until the last minute. And Empoli, just to be honest, credit to them, they played good football. Until minute 20, they had 65% position, if you believe that, at home. And I was doing the um, watch-along for this game, and I went crazy at the end of the game. (laughs) I went absolutely crazy. But again, at the same time, all I want to say is that the club, Inter, it doesn't matter if they get top four or not. The future looks very dark, very dark. It's not looking great. It's not looking good. And uh, it's not looking like something. It's not like there's any plan because the owners and that's I'm not sure if that's their fault or not their fault. Mm-hmm. Basically, the owners, they have a ban on him. And you know that I think you got, we, we talked about this from China that they can't spend money, but yeah. they don't want to sell the club unless anything uh, uh, more than a billion euros come to them, and and it's unacceptable. It's just unacceptable. Yeah. Any thoughts on Inter, Michael, Skriniar, the talk of PSG? I'm even seeing Tottenham links again popping up. Yeah, so let's not, let's not be having that. We don't need that. We don't need Skriniar to come to Spurs. Let him go PSG. They really need him. That we'll talk. I don't know if we're going to touch on PSG, but they need the center back ASAP because they made Ronaldo look like world star in uh in that charity game, and then this guy stinks again. So. Sergio Ramos, it's time to hang up the boots, bro. But nah, Inter, it's just all the Serie A bar Napoli right now. There is not, they're, they're Napoli the only good team in Serie A right now in terms of consistency. Everyone else, so inconsistent. Uh, Like most said, the screening are red card at Empoli. I honestly, I don't know that many players on Empoli. I didn't know the goalkeeper, Vicario, because a couple of my Serie A people on Twitter big him up, said that he should probably go Roma or something because they have a goalkeeping issue uh, potentially in Rui Patricio. But nah, Inter, they just need to somehow beat Porto in the round of 16 in UCL. I know they need. I know they need money right now, as every probably Syriacli club needs money. And I know the owners. What's his last name? Zoo, I think. I know, like it looked good like three years ago when they bought Antonio Conte and everything. The project looked appealing, but I think once COVID hit, I think COVID really financially hit them. And from then on, they no, they need COVID. It's the Chinese government. COVID. Chinese government. These guys are billionaires. The Chinese government basically said that you cannot invest outside China, so the club. The owners are not allowed to put any money in the club, any money in the club. So they had to take a big, big loan just to make the club work. And then now they have to pay the loan back. So they don't have any money. And and nobody's going to buy the club for a billion euros. Yeah, nobody's no. going to come no. with that because Italy doesn't have any... Because there is nothing in the future for the Italian for the Italian league. Like, if you're buying, if you're buying Burnley or if you're buying Derby or if you're going to buy... Brighton, you know that the money is coming. You know the broadcast money is coming. You know that the fa- the money is coming from somewhere. But in Italy, all I have to tell you is that they sold the rights in the Middle East for three years for twenty five million. You know this is absolutely shambolic offer. Three years, wait, wait. The Serie A in general sold the rights for three years for twenty five million in the Middle East. 
That's a joke, bro. Twenty-five exactly. million. What's so, going to so even do there with was that? A corruption there. So what happened is they sold it to Abu Dhabi Sport. They had a contract with being being offered seventy-five million a season. Somehow they rejected that offer. Anyway, the dinosaurs that are running the the club. It's it's just. Yeah, it's Mediterranean old it's guys, absolutely man. They, garbage, to be honest. But I support the club. I like the club more than anything else in terms of football. But, however, it's not looking great for Serie A. I want my club to win. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. You know what I mean? But nobody's coming to buy any club. And also, with the scandals, if you are an investor, do you want to invest in a in a league that has Juventus paying $800 million to the clubs in the last 10 years? Mm-hmm. Under the table, and you want to be like with Milan, who's getting investigated at the moment. I'm proud of my club. We have none of that, but it's the whole league. You know what I mean? Milan are getting investigated yeah. for the sale of the club, and it's it's a it's astonishing. Even but Napoli this, getting investigated for that Osimhen deal. Yeah, it's it's it's. That's just one deal. Is, is it Napoli the only team with a well? Not can't be the only team with a Italian. Owner, like I don't know how much De Laurentiis owns himself. Is it 100 of Napoli? I don't know, but I think he, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's the spearhead of that team, and he obviously, whenever people wanted Koulibaly in the past, it took him years to just let him go. He's someone he who's the, he got the Napoli. best out of Koulibaly, and that's it. Yeah, he, he sold him at the right moment. Yeah, exactly. He put Napoli first. It looks like from the outside, he puts Napoli first over the money, over this and that. While some other clubs, as we'll get onto right now, Juve here. Again, free, free. Somehow, I don't know. They get results somehow. They always find a way. This is a weird thing about Juve. They find a way to get results no matter what. But again, the situation at that club isn't great. They are, as the title says, in the mud. Fifteen point deduction. I think they were going to appeal it, but it sounds like that's not the. It just sounds like it's the beginning of what's going to come for Juve. The fifteen points it sounds like there's a lot more from what I'm reading that's going to be in the next few months coming at them. Mo, any? Thoughts on Juve? I know you. I know you, you hate them, but any thoughts? On, and actually, a, the question, the I, word the question hate, I, want, I don't hate. Yeah. I, I don't hate anybody. But the, to be honest with you, I think, uh, I think it's 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 shame that the owners are doing this. It's shame that the owners are doing this. Uh, it, I I don't know what to say other than they are criminals, the owners, and and. The problem is who pays for that. I said that before. The people that pay for that are the fans, the players that work hard for these points. And I said that before, and people didn't like that. I said that player, the player that worked hard, right? I know they get paid, but they worked hard for yeah. these points because of the owners. They get points deducted, and that's that's unfair. These people just should go to jail and. Because that doesn't affect the football. If you bribe a referee, yes, you got a result. But if stuff are happening under the table for deals, what does the player have to do with this? It's not their fault. Hundred percent, hundred percent. They sweat for those three points. They get the three points, and then it's just taken away from them because of people running the club. But it's a reality. I don't know. Juve, you think of all the clubs who would have learned from this sort of stuff in the past to do like similar things time and time and time again to the point where it's come to this again. It's not good. And I don't know, Mo, what's your opinion? Juve, if they do get punished and things get cleared up, and even if, let's say Milan, they get charged with something, they get cleared up. Is this good long-term for Serie A? Or do you think this is one of those like final like dagger blows into Serie A? Like they can't, the league can't recover if this, if this really takes shape again. 
No, the league recovered when Juve went down. Milan won the uh, Champions League in 2007 and Inter won the Champions League in 2007. And both clubs were actually were rich at that time. Actually had a lot of money at that time. Yeah. And when Juve came back, it, it was just kind of like, you, you're in Juventus reach two Champions League finals. And I think the league is going to recover. The problem is Juventus is, has too many players, too many, too many good players to be down. <laughs> too many good players that Anyway, I, I... <laughs> so let's read this comment here. Jay says, in terms of Serie A, the ultras seriously need to get around the table and sort some sort of joint protest out. So many bad owners in the league, too much wink, wink, nudge, nudge, etc. So, yeah, that's on the owners, but just let's just get back to the football as well. Not sure how many of us watch this game. I was watching this game and I just want a word on Atalanta, man. In terms of entertainment value, when it's Napoli. Atalanta, then I put Lazio maybe the third in terms of just pure entertainment, football-wise. Yeah, these guys are delivering. And Lookman, Lookman, look, man, come on, seriously, the kid is on fire. And 25 years old, he was a wonder kid, man. When he first broke onto the scene, we thought he was going to be this great winger who was going to absolutely light up the Premier League for years to come. But listen, it looks like he's found his spot now, Atalanta. And there's just a team that know just no football. I don't know what your thoughts are on Atalanta, Michael, and the football they play. And, and yeah, because even this kid here, what's his name? This Hodgeland. new kid. Hodgeland. Yeah, Hodgeland. There's another kid. He's not even Norwegian. He's Danish. But he's so got, this yeah. guy, though, this guy, I watched the game. This forward, man. It's like, what? how did they find this guy? It's like, how did they find Lukman? And then made him into this absolutely brilliant player. He's the only English player ever in the history to have double-digit goals in the Serie A in the first season. I think Tammy Abraham did it last year or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's this guy, like the forward, this guy, Hoyland, Hoyland or whatever, mm-hmm. he's the definition of a number nine. <laughs> Literally the definition of the number nine. And I don't know, a lot of teams will be looking at him. Forget the rating here. He was on the pitch. He was so yeah. good. I I know you watched the game, Bilal. Yeah, on the pitch, him up. <laughs> he was so good. Like it's unbelievable. It was, he's a handful. I, I I liked him. I liked him to be honest. Only nineteen years old. Like it's mad. Boga, Lukman. Like the this is these are little signings. You know, I'd expect like a Leicester to make in England, but Atlanta are getting these gems, and even like the likes of Coop Miners in the middle when he plays. The Rune has always been a reliable guy for them. Always with a funny tweet as well when you see him. The wing-backs that they've got. Everything looks good for them. I don't know if they can make top four this season. You'd expect now, obviously, with Juve, what's happened, they got a bigger chance of and making I, into the I ain't kidding. Four. I ain't counting Juve out, bro. The sleep, bro. They could go on a run, bro. Allegri has a deal with the devil. No matter what, this guy will find a way to sneak into this top four. I don't know how. I don't know when. By the end of like the season, but I don't trust. But now nah, I watched this game. Atalanta, obviously, three years ago when they made the UCL quarters, I think against PSG, one of the most entertaining teams. Gasparini ball was rocking my world. And all of that phrase. But um, I think last year, struggled a little bit. I know we played them in UCL. I don't think they were like that good, but he seems to figure out something again. The Hojlin kid, um, Zapata was always that number nine. Mario dashing a couple times. Ilicic. Or Illich, Illich, I think it's Illich that retired um due to like personal issues. Um they lost a Papa Gomez who went, ended up going to like Sevilla. They lost a couple of like their tried in players, and now it seems like Lookman's coming in. Uh 
Kuba Myers is one of my favorite midfielders in the league. I've always had stocks of him since he was at AZ, and they look good. But Juve, on the other side of Juve, they look in the mud. But the one thing that they have for them is they have a core of young players that are coming up, and if they can somehow keep them up, like keep them, they'll probably eventually become good again. Fagioli is a beautiful player. Midetti is another beautiful, is another good player. They have a, I think they have one center back that's young that looks good as well. Um, Gatti. Gatti. Gatti, yeah, they have they have some young players. Um. And I think it keeps some of the core veterans. I know Pogba's coming back this weekend, I think. Um, I know he loves the club. Di Maria is in fantastic form post-World Cup goal. I'm guessing that trophy kind of rejuvenated him in terms of playing for Juve. So th- I think they'll be fine. Pl- Michael, do you know how many players coming back from injuries for them? Lahovic as well. Bro, they got they they got they good got players. They got a whole team coming back, man. Their squad is... Pogba. Their squad is so good. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god, Bonucci. they would have won the league if it wasn't for this 15 points. I'm telling you, <laughs> nah, nah, no, but Napoli are too good. Napoli that 5 1, awesome. that 5 1, yeah, it was mad. Yeah, no, and there's that, like 50 like... points halfway through the season. I just can't sit yeah. here on my ass and say, no, they will catch up. No, they won't catch up. Nobody yeah, can Nap- catch up. Napoli, unbelievable, man. But enough of Let's talk Napoli, about Milan a little bit. Yeah, there's one team, man. They're not so unbelievable, and I want to talk about them as well because every week yeah. I can't believe. Listen, Mil- okay, Milan, yeah, this might be the worst defense I've ever seen in my life. I've seen, I saw things in this game that I've never seen, maybe under nines football. I'm, I'm telling you, you see this Calabria brother on the right. Who, who, who are you, brother? You know, oh, oh, it was, you know good, it was good last year. That's the problem. I could listen. There was one free ball that they did, right? That hit. I can't even, I wish I could show the clips and, and, and just put it in slow mo. The one free ball they did, I think it may be for one of Felipe Anderson's goals, and they just hit it across. It's the ball, literally, any of their defenders should have won this ball. Somehow, the Lazio players have just run, got the ball. That's just so easy to get in behind. Every free ball is game over. Game over. Forget about defending. Kalulu, as well, pretty sure he was the one who gave away the penalty, right? Towards the end. Yeah. I, their goalkeeper is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Sergino Dest. Tomori in there is drowning, my bro. You're drowning in there. Like he's, I feel bad for him because yeah, he's a good defender, recovery pace, and all of that sort of stuff there. But in this team here, bro, he is absolutely drowning. You go to the midfield, Tonali, Benesse, Tonali. I rate you guys know I rate Tonali so highly, right? But even him was not looking good in this game. Liao ended up going up front, still couldn't do anything. And yeah, Mo, you take it away because. Listen, uh, you know, I was, I was, I'm not sure if you guys know Uncle Sharma or not. Like the, 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 yeah, yeah, me yeah. and him were talking about this, and we said even last year, this doesn't scream like a winning, uh, a Serie A winners. Like this doesn't scream like that. <laughs> the problem is, it was that left side with Theo and Leao. It's it's not looking good, this team. It doesn't look good. It doesn't play good. And Pioli last year, it would just play to Liao and Theo and hope for the best. Listen, J- Messias is okay. Diaz, uh, Manchester City, let him go. Real Madrid, let him go. Went to Milan. Yes, balls every now and then. You know when the guy that comes in and does like a, 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 a good move here and there, he's never yeah. consistent. Never. You know what I mean? Like I hate, bro, Mo, Mo, Mo. I hate, I hate him. I hate him because I watch him I, sometimes and I'm like, you're the guest. You're that guy. Why did Man City, why did Real Madrid let you go? And the next day, I'm like, I understand why they let you go. Because he's, he's very, he's like, you know, the guy that does like, you know, Denelson. You remember Denelson for Brazil? 
Like yeah. amazing, amazing one, two plays in the game. Wins you one game and then disappears for two, three, four games. Gets subbed out. 59 minutes. And you're supposed to be the number 10 that will bail them out. He's not there. Uh, yeah. Fakayo Tomori, good defender. I think Southgate not picking him for the World Cup. I think it destroyed the guy. I think. And he he, he limped off injured in this game as well. And we don't know how, the, how what's the extent of the injury. I think Milan are going to face a lot of trouble. It's all Pioli, as Ahmed says in the comments. I see that comment. He always have a honeymoon. Yes, but his honeymoon was winning the league. So that will buy him some time. If you, you know what I mean? Like, he won the league. I don't think they're going to sack him. But, again, they're going to sell Liao. I think uh, maybe Tonali is going to go. It depends. Tonali likes to be like in, in, in Italy and stuff. But I think Tonali, if they don't invest and they sell their best players, do you want to be in that club? It's the same I'm asking the question about Barella. If Inter mm. start to selling their assets, Barella, the Italian guy that wants to be the captain, why would he want to stay at that club? Like he's if, if you're regarded one of the best midfielders in Serie A and you have people inquiring about you and you see the club selling Liao, they're going to start like looking at offers for Theo Hernandez or something. Even mm. Mike Manian, who's mm. injured, they're looking for another goalkeeper. Why would you want to stay? I yeah, think 100%. this is going to be the downfall of Milan if they don't invest well. And it doesn't look like they're investing well. The Catala, this guy, we saw he's the guy that's going to come and save the club. He's mm. all right, though. He's Wrong not that guy. Uh, Zaniolo. They're trying to bid for Zaniolo. And you know, guys, the, 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 what is going on? Yeah. Bournemouth <laughs> went and offered more. And we talked about this earlier in the show. Killmonger they are, coming. Like, they are offering a loan with an option to buy or something. Bournemouth yeah. said, no, forget about that. Here's 30 million pounds on the table today and give us the player. And Roma mm -hmm. like, how about another 10? And Bournemouth are thinking about it. I think he might end up going to Bournemouth, which is going to be a Bro. disaster for the kid's future. I yeah, promise you, Zagnolo does not know what a Bournemouth is. He has no idea that club exists. He definitely has no idea that club exists. Like, there's no yeah, chance. Of course he doesn't. Like, Enzo Lofi. They went after Enzo Lofia, uh, Lorient. He said, nah. He's like, I don't know what, who is Bournemouth. But Do you know what Bournemouth matter. is? They're such you a small club. Like, it's not, you know, they're such a small club. Like, you know, in English football, like, in terms of there's teams in League One, League Two, who are well, their stadium. Their yeah. stadium only holds like 12K. That stadium is. But, but that's not, not the yeah. point. The point is when they come and offer you 8 million pounds a year yeah. or something, yeah, yeah, you're some going to start thinking features. about it. So for me, there is nothing to stop them from getting the kid who is going to go after the money. He, he should, should actually go. He should go though because he can, he can attract other, other bigger clubs if he shines but in the Premier League. Spurs are looking at him. The problem is yeah. Spurs are not willing to match. I, I don't think Spurs are willing to match Bournemouth's offer. That's... He won't play at Tottenham anyway. He won't even start for them. So I don't think he should even... They already got Janjuma, so it's done. That left yeah. side is done. He might be in the right side for Kulisevsky. And they're very similar players, though. Yeah, but Kulisevsky, nah. I think, is a, offers more than even Zaniola. I think yeah. the two injuries, two ligaments, man. Yeah. It's one of those... Kulisevsky ones. might get suspended. If I'm Zaniola, to be honest, right? You need to go get the money. The, the injuries, build yourself up. If you secure the bag... Oh, no, 2019, yo, before the ACL and, and, injuries, and, yeah. I thought he was the next one the World up. Cup, huh? And hope for the World Cup to revive your career in 2026. That's what he yeah. should hope for. Yeah. I'm Milan real quick. That team is Sefini, man. That team's over. It's not looking good. They're just... Leal's leaving. I have... That attack stinks. That midfield, Tonali's decent. Benesher's decent. But you can't have Raheem Diaz as your 10. This guy... 
And yeah. that Tatu Rasanu guy, that might yo, I thought I thought Danny Ward from Leicester was the worst keeper ever. This guy takes this guy takes the prize, bro. Mike Minot, yo, yeah. they need to give him like a lifetime contract. He is so important to that team. Like, wow. But if he wants to leave, ulterior mode ulterior motive season, come my way. I need a goalkeeper. So Mike Minot. Oh. This guy has the gives a what's it called? Title like magic on him. Won the title at Lille. First season at Milan, won the you title. Know, so yeah, yeah. you know the problem with Serie A there before we move mm. on is that Serie A got boring because Napoli are winning every game and everybody else is just losing. So mm. people stop watching Serie A. You remember Serie A was last year was like very close and mm-hmm. nowadays like why would you want to watch Serie A? Because now the top four the top four like races is heated and stuff, but it's too much trouble out there that's it's kind of strange how like people don't watch Serie A anymore. But yeah, no, it's 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 a, it's a, yeah, it's a mad one, honestly. But yeah, on on Milan quickly, just to wrap them up quickly, their centre back. Who's I don't know how to pronounce his name. Simon Kaya. Simon Kaya. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's that, that that bro, that brother, that is when he's running, you're not running. Just stop. Yeah, just stop football. That's all I want to say to him. And you just reminded me, Mo, last season watching Milan, they were never that impressive. But I remember one goal. Teo Hernandez ran from at the halfway line. He ran from the 18. Ran from the 18 to the other 18 and scored. But that's... The thing about it is that Liao used to do this. Like, Liao scored like eight goals or nine goals in the last like seven games when they needed to win. And they won six in a row. Yeah, last minute goals Tonali. I remember one game like it was it was all mad. Like it was just written for them to win. Exactly. But, so, but but the problem is they thought they have a good team, but they don't. But we'll see. <laughs> they but they're still that. second. You just gotta remember that they're still second mm-hmm. in the league. But the top <laughs> four, man, six teams or five teams with th- between thirty six and thirty seven points is not. Yeah, I don't know, but if this is true. Freeman saying Dude, Milan is. wants to go for Pulisic. They're also looking at say Max as well. Good, yeah, apparently, apparently Newcastle want to sell him if they get Gordon. Saint Maximin is not in the plan, so yeah, he went to if he went to Serie A, game, game over for a lot of teams. No, I that's I don't think so because it, it's it's not what you think. Because Jovino was guy, doing this, man, because the guy yeah. he did like for one season and they didn't even make Champions League. The problem was that with players like Saint Maximin is that. The discipline is not there. Yeah. One of the problems that Pioli says about Liao is that he doesn't help Theo defensively at all. Alan Sammaxi, man, he's not going to do that. Yes, mm-hmm. going forward is going to be brilliant. But you know, like Serie A, you need tactically, you need to be on point. And it's one of the things, like, and he's not. And that's why Eddie Howe doesn't play him, by the way, because mm-hmm. the guy, his work rate is not there defensively. And, and Newcastle, they work as a team. Yeah. Bro. They'll put him on the right. Imagine Calabria. This guy's already looking t- toast out there. Imagine he doesn't have a winger coming back to help him track back. That's exactly. Like, that's it's going like to be a struggle if, if he goes. But I think Liao is going to go. The question, where is he going to go? I, I and Now Arsenal got Trossard, so they're not going to go for him, and he's too expensive. Mm-hmm. Man City, maybe. It's Man City. Maybe. No, he's team. not that style. I think Guardiola will never sign a player like Liao. He's never, he's not, he doesn't work hard, though. He's he's a kind of like a Vinicius Jr., you know what I mean? That's like why I need him to go there. Player. Every I'm, I'm sabotaging them because I don't want them to get Karatskalia. That's the guy. If he goes Man City, I'm not watching Premier League anymore. That's when I Sorry, start. Yo. That's when I turn hey, off. Laurent has got a plan for me. He ain't selling to Pep ever in his Next life. Next year, Karatskalia, Kavara, and Bellingham go to Man City, and football is done. It's over. Oh, it's, it's, it's over. Man. My I'm friend. 
that's when I stop. This is when I say Super League. I'm joining. We joining Serie A or something. <laughs> nah, yo, I, I need to think about it. where can Leal go because every team in the Big Six has like a left winger. Arsenal have their left wings now sorted with Trossard and uh, Martinelli. Meg United have Rashford. Um, City like most had probably aren't gonna sign him. Spurs, will he really go to Spurs? Maybe they already signed Danjuma. And, yeah. and they will never sell young men's son because yeah, of the marketing value. So yeah. it's never um, gonna happen Liverpool have them. like 95 million left wingers already, so they can't sign anymore. Um, and who else is left? Liverpool. Chelsea. And Chelsea just signed Mudrick. How can a team has like seven attackers <laughs> it's like yeah. within like one window? Liverpool, like sign. New midfielders. It doesn't make sense. Like, no, it's, it doesn't, it's like seriously. It's Barca, too many uh, players yeah. for it, man. Barca do need a left winger. That's true. Yeah, maybe he goes Rafinha, in capacity though, for yeah. that. They're going to sell Rafinha and Ansu Fati soon. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe he needs to go Barca then. You know what I realise? In football, like you know when Arsenal lost out on Mudrik and you're like, oh, who are the replacements? You realise there's a lot of left-sided wingers. But yeah. there's not many right-sided wingers. I don't know, there's a mad... Like, yeah, why a... do you think we paid 100 mil for a fidget spinner? Yeah, that's, a, that's a, just your rip-off, bro. Because he's left-footed, bro. Because he's left-footed, bro. If Anthony was right-footed, I promise you he's not in football. Oh, oh that guy, yes, they paid 80 million pounds for someone to just come and do it. Even though he actually did so, move me yesterday, but I know it's not the Premier League show. But I, I found out that May United signed another winger that's not a winger, that's a mid winger. This guy was only good in central areas, once again. You know what it me. was? You know, against Arsenal, right? Just literally two minutes, we're going to get back I, into this area because it's one topic I want to speak about. Anthony, like against Arsenal, he was doing nothing, but he was annoying us, like we were booing him. Like he was just annoyed. Yeah, you he's hate, so, you hate him. Doing these little ball rolls. He's doing these little ball rolls, and he's like, he's not doing anything. But you won annoying. the game because of Anthony. Yeah, not Anthony, correct. you were in the stadium, and I had this argument, a talk with Ty yesterday before the Man United game yesterday. I was doing the watch along, and I said that Anthony was not helping defensively. He was literally just watching Martinelli go and Juan Bissaka one on one, hoping that Juan Bissaka can't stop the guy. And one Bissaka did, but that's not football, though. Uh, you were in the stadium. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did he come to a double like Saka doubled on Rashford with Ben White all the time? Does this guy work hard defensively at all, Anthony? Nah, nah. To be fair, he was marking Zinchenko. That's why. And Zinchenko was not there because he was all the way inside the the the, the pitch. He yeah, he's not threat. No threat. Zinchenko really wasn't doing anything until Anthony got subbed off. To be fair, but that's not the point. Being a winger is not. This is not a five-a-side game. Mm. It's not each one on, on a player. You when when a winger gets the ball and has space to go in a fullback, you have to double on him. You have to yeah. force him back. This is I just mean, how football works. Other game, oh, game, other games he does work hard though. Like he actually does track back, like really well. Anthony, like maybe not in the Arsenal game, but in other games that I watch him, I thought I think he does a decent job at it. Because I'm the ball. Bring back He's a Lango, man. Just bring back a Lango, man. Just, hey, good just good 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 Swallow your proud. Your pride, man. I got Facundo, bro. I got my Uruguayan guy. Don't worry. Right, anyway, let's go to anyway. Bundesliga or you want to talk about Serie A? Yeah, no, just last thing, last thing, literally. Just a league table here and I've noticed fifth versus first next game. Both teams, I believe, won 2 no last match. What what are we saying? If Roma can do a little something... Napoli 3-0. No, I'm just going to say it out of shame. They're going to tear them apart. They're going to tear them apart. The game's at the game's in Naples too, right? Nah, safe anymore. The game's lost. No, no, no. The game. I think the game is a, a Roma. I think. I think really? Didn't Osimhen? Didn't Osimhen beat them there already? 
just maybe yeah yeah the game is at the, the maradona yeah, yes he's yeah. right michael's right so yeah this is gonna be a walk in the park it's gonna be i know that Mourinho is gonna sit with his birthday he's gonna sit the team back and stuff like this but they're gonna just destroy them oh man i don't know syria yeah it was so fun at the beginning as well you man we were like yeah napoli are doing well but you never know uh it, it, yeah Top four race is really cool, though. That top four race will be the most interesting top four race, potentially, in all the big five leagues. So, at least I have that. Yeah, 100%. But anyway, let's just turn our attention quickly to the Bundesliga, which has returned the funniest league I call in Europe. Like, you can... Honestly, (laughs) I watched two games yesterday, and I'm pretty sure I saw, like... And you just... 20 minutes in, you can see 2-2 already. This is is the Bundesliga. This is why we watch. But, yeah, Bayern struggling against Cologne. I didn't see too much of this game. I don't know how much you guys managed to catch of this game. But the last game I watched of Bayern, they just don't look they don't look good. And that two in the defense, right? Upa Makano and Delit. This is clown central. This is not a center back pairing that you can that can be trusted. But Upa yeah. Makano be carrying too much, man. Nah, Delict is Delict guy. I've been on him for like a couple of years now. I don't oh, think yeah, he's yeah. that good. I don't think he's that good. Delict, I think he's very overrated. I'm not gonna lie. I know he was good for Ajax in Champions League in 2018, but for me, like on the ball, he's not that good. He's like more of a box defender, I guess. And the Bundesliga, there is no such thing as box defending. There's high lines galore. So I don't know why he went there. Obviously, I know I, allegedly he'd be snitching on Juve too. So maybe that's playing in his head. Allegedly, though, I'm gonna say that. And I'm but Bundesliga, like bro, like that that what's the team? Cole. I don't know who that. Like, I don't know any of those players. But for Bayern, based on a couple articles I've read. They're pissed with Neuer because he, obviously he broke bones while going on a ski trip. Uh, they're not that happy. Nabri's doing Fashion Week in Paris. Like that club is all over the place right now. And if there's going to be a season where that Bayern streak is over the Monopoly, I think it's going to be this year because they look in tatters. UCL, they got PSG and they might get better than that. And the confidence from that, you never know. We might actually see a new Bundesliga champion for the first time in over a decade. You can never count Bayern Munich out in the Champions League. Yeah, uh, listen, that lineup doesn't look bad at all. The problem is, true promoting up top does not scream goals for you. But other than this, like Serge Gnabry, Sani, Kimmich, Goritska, Davis, even Open Meccano and Delict, you guys think, yes, they have a mistake in them and everything. But playing in the Bundesliga, playing for Bayern Munich, you do not require it's not requested for me to be the best player from the back. Like you remember uh, uh, Boateng being in the, he's not the yeah. greatest player on the ball, but he did bits with them. They won the Champions League with him. You know what I mean? Like playing for Bayern Munich, the problem is they need a forward and Sadio Mane is injured at the moment. And even Sadio Mane, he's not a striker. They miss a Lewandowski to put the ball at the back of the net and they never replaced him because their coach doesn't like to play with a striker. And he wants to be Guardiola. Like, you know, it's like, oh, I want to be the Guardiola I want to be. Mm-hmm. I think that's the problem. If this team, imagine this lineup with a real number nine. Harry Kane. And, get him in. Huh? Harry Kane, get him in. Come on, Maybe, buy him. Yeah, yeah. You're scared job. of him going to Man United. I know that for sure. I don't need that. I don't need that to happen. No I know way. you're Nah, this guy wants to resign with Spurs. Bro, he wants to resign with Spurs. Yo, no keep way. that guy away from me. No. Keep that guy away from me, man. Nah, man. If he's trying to resign with Spurs. Man United are real. Real, real contenders, man. Like this guy, Harry Kane, under Ten Hag with the players behind him, Bruno, Ericsson. Oh, you're going to be looking. I got my eyes on someone else, though. Listen, listen, Mike. I know that you guys are like Man United fans, but if you see the the uh, 
the rival scared of that move, you know it's the right move. Oh, of you course, bro. Every time, right every time I see that on Twitter, like if they're scared of a move, they're like, "Oh no, bro, this this one will matter." I know you're, I know they're shook, bro. Harry Kane. I'm trying to see. Uh, listen, I'm trying to see Tottenham get top four right now, just so Man United are not in it, and I know bro, exactly hey, there. Yo, bro, there's, there's, we're I'm getting a top striker in the summer, bro. If it's not Harry Kane, we're gonna go splash 130 mil on Osimhen. That no, ain't no problem. Osimhen, cool. Yeah, he's yeah. You're not scared of Osimhen. No, no, no. Harry Kane is a game changer. Kane so for you. Bro, I got Wegforce up top. Anyone's a game changer. That's no, moment. no, but Harry Kane for you is a game changer because Rashford is just gonna thrive, man. Like Rashford is gonna, yeah, that's true. I mean, oh, I'll take it. But Osiman, Osiman will be a problem in the Premier League. They cannot handle yeah, that. Harry Kane, sorry, Harry Kane, if he goes to Man United, then I'm yeah. I think he will, by the way. I think he will, but anyway, Bundesliga, though. Let me just say one thing about the Bundesliga it is exciting. It's different this year. It's yeah. so different this year than all the other years. Somehow, Leipzig, they come to life. And then Dortmund, somehow all their games are close. Yeah. Every single game is that they come back from being down or they score at the end of the game. And they it is close. I think people think that 36 points and stop three points ahead of Union Berlin. It takes one loss and everybody catches up with them. Mm -hmm. And now yeah. it's very congested. And you see... Eintracht Frankfurt, they play tomorrow against Bayern Munich as well, right? Yeah, it, so. it, yeah, it's it's uh, I think it's at five thirty or something UK time, and this is gonna be a tough game because if Bayern Munich lose, Eintracht Frankfurt are within two points of them. This is how close it will get. Yeah, no, well, listen, I think actually. Bro, I'm looking. Oh, I, I know they're in eighth place, but Xavi Alonso at Bayer Leverkusen, bro, this guy's moving me. I'm seeing the, the I've been reading the tactics. Uh, they were like almost relegation when he came in as manager. I know they didn't do that well in Champions League, but he's been really revitalizing them, man. I don't know, not for, not for this year, but maybe next year. Florian Burtz is back as well from that ACL injury. So they're going to be a team that might like cause some chaos in the title race with them not being in it when they play like the bigger teams, the Bayern Munichs, the Leipzigs, the Dortmunds. And as for Dortmund, Gio Reyna, he was all in that controversy with the Team USA with like his soccer mom and everything. But yeah. he's been scoring two winners in a row. I know this guy in the comments mentioned Bino Gaines. I watched this guy one time. It was a Ch Champions League Youth Cup game against Man United because I was, I was watching the youth team. And this guy was just running past everyone. He was so Rainer. quick. No, Bino Gaines. The guy that someone, uh, Scout mentioned in the comments. Yeah. Um, he was so quick. Like, so good at dribbling. And then, yeah, Reyna scored the winner a couple of games. But Dortmund, I just think they're not good enough in defense. And that will cost them games because they'd be conceding goals for fun. Yeah, if you want to just even touch on that Dortmund game again, they don't look great, but somehow they just pulled out a result. Like the last minute goal, Hala, little header, Gio Reyna steps up and, and tucks it away. They don't look that good. Ryerson, like they concede one second, next second they score. This is Dortmund. The, the, was it the first game? 4-3 when they come back? I just don't understand this football club, to be honest. They're like an absolute roller coaster when you watch them play. The likes of Donio Marlin still not convinced by him whatsoever, to He's be honest. Crap. But yeah, that's yeah, that's a. I like this guy Schlotterbeck, that played in the national team. I like him. What He's, He's a good Ireland. player. He's a good player, but he has as well. Like for me, I like him, but he has always a moment where I feel like he can just switch yeah, off. But everybody young in that, and everybody yeah. in the Bundesliga is the same. Do you mm. know why? Because the Bundesliga people just sleep on the Bundesliga. This is the quickest league in the world. There is no time. There is no slow play and people play from the Like they play from the back yeah. and then boom, everybody's running at you. One and yeah. one, you'll have to defend. It is a very tough league, to be honest. Yeah. It's a very tough league. I, I, 
it's just the problem with the Bundesliga. It's so quick. That's why defenders make mistakes all the time. All the time. Why, guys, quick question. What do you guys league? Because for a long time, Bundesliga for me is like my second most entertaining league to watch just because of the way they play. It's just chaos, end-to-end, running. But I watch French football now. I'm watching Ligue 1. And it's not, it's got that end to end feel sometimes of a Bundesliga game, but it's got way more physicality. And I think that's yeah. why French players that come or players that come from Ligue 1 always seem to do well in the Premier League, where we've seen recent times Bundesliga players hit and miss when they come here or come to England, rather. Mike, you take that. Yeah, Ligue 1 is a talent gold mine. I love that league. I could go to any club in Ligue 1, and I'll promise you, I will find a, a, a break, a world breaker in midfield, bro. That league, midfield talent. And Mario Gusta, I know I talked about him on Tuesday. I sent my plea deal already, bro. Yo, can we consider, bro? Leon President, stay strong, man. We got five more dates, and the transfer window closes. And then come summertime, I promise you, we'll get you that money. That team, every position, I will find a top talented player that will be world-class in the future. And that is why Bilal mentioned that the hit rate from League 1 to Premier League is pretty good. Pepe kind of ruined the reputation a little bit, but that's okay. We'll, we fix it up again, and just, that, ta- that team is just so good. But in Europe, they always struggle, though. You see them in Champions League. Marseille, they bottled it. Plus, they only had, like, two teams in Champions League this year. Like, they, or yeah, it's just weird with them. But in Europa League, I don't know where they are. It's very fast, though. It's very fast. Yeah, but it's physical over there. But I mentioned about Messi last year, he couldn't handle the physicality. He had to adjust to it, but he, he was not ready for all those guys from AFCON. They got a lot of AFCON players in there, bro. They just cannot handle that physicality. Yeah, the, yeah. Game, the game the game is, is tougher than... Uh, like, I watched, like, uh, I think uh, a season or two seasons ago, uh, uh, Marseille playing Nice. Mm-hmm. There was a fight and stuff. And the game is so physical. And in the same, like, I think two days before, I was in an Inter game in, in Italy. And the difference, people say that uh, Serie A is physical. No, no, no. Like, league, ah, you go, and the red cars, his tackles are flying, <laughs> yeah, shoulders yeah. to the banners. I'm serious, man. I'm really it's, serious. I, for me, it's worse. It's, it's way more physical than Prem. I, like, watch, and think, I wonder what's going you on. You think the red cards, you think they have, like, they have double the red cards of any other league. You know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that with things still going, the referees let things go. The team is so physical. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I think it's just... Uh, I don't know, but the, 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 the league on, though, the problem with that is PSG. If PSG mm-hmm. was not there, it would be way more entertaining. Way more yeah. entertaining. 100%. Uh, we could even... I'm just, ha- I'm just happy, though. I'm just happy that league on owners hate PSG and don't sell it to them. That's the only thing I'm happy about. Oh, man. We'll see. We'll see, but yeah. Let me ask I you one know. thing. One thing. If Paris Saint-Germain don't win Ligue 1 this year hmm. and Lens win it, is Messi still the one to win Ballon d'Or? Mo, you yeah, and your yeah, Ronaldo yeah, agenda. Yeah, your yeah, goal, is, up, your goal got beaten today. No, it's bro. not Ronaldo. Where is he? Is I, don't, not I don't think consider Ronaldo. I just don't like the hype talk about Ligue 1. It's so easy. I'm watching the games. PSG, they are, as Ty always says, their own enemy. Hmm. I think PSG stinks. are too strong for that league. It, they're too strong technically and tactically and the players there. And that's what I mean. Like, it's just an easy walk in the park for PSG. I know they lose games and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's still, the games look easy. They make them, they make it hard on themselves. But otherwise, I think the league is easy. Nah, but Messi won Ballon d'Or the moment he won. I've seen this guy win Ballon d'Or just from winning Copa del Rey. I'm t- I promise you, he, the moment he won the World Cup, this guy's winning the Ballon d'Or. It's, it's a wrap, man. Let's and his only contender, and his only contender is Mbappe, who's on the same team as him. Oh yeah, yeah so kind of a joke. Like Marseille are creeping up, man. 
Like they've been picking up results here and there. We've got Monaco Damn. next. Lorient, you're my crush. They were, they were, they were doing so good. <laughs> yeah, but they're trying. But listen, even Terrier got injured recently for Rennes. They're saying Toko Okambi is going to go to Rennes now. Yeah. And hopefully, maybe he helps them even break into the top four. Then I like to, I like to see them in the Champions League because I remember when Arsenal played Rennes recent, well, a couple of years ago in Champions League, Europa League, not Champions yeah. League, in the Europa yeah. League, right? They touched us, bro, like three nil first leg. We got we got it back second leg four nil, but that first that was a was... that was a worse for Nabo. They've gotten so much better since then. Lovro Meyer's there as well. Um, yeah, well, they got a couple other nice players, bro. Bro, God, and they got they got a lot of good players. Leon in ninth though, that's shocking. Leon, that Leon, the ownership issues. I think <sighs> I think it's cleared up now. It looks like the new owners are going to come in and take over. I believe he had shares in Crystal Palace or something like that as well. If that gets cleared, Leon are meant to be a powerhouse team in this league as well. Like Leon should be top three in this league. Uh, this them being ninth is mad. They should be top three. Them Marseille and of course PSG. Nice intense, bro. And these guys want me. Jim Ratcliffe at Man United, bro. That's nice. Uh, bro, that's nice. Where do you want them to be? That's their position, bro. Like ten. They got a decent squad, you know. They were. I think they won like a cup a couple of years ago or something. They were, they had a decent squad. Yeah. And I, then they I, all blew up, and they went for the Premier League rejects. They signed up Ross Barkley and. Casper Schmeichel and everything. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But anyway, guys, let's see what happens this weekend. We'll have things to talk about, I'm sure, sooner rather than later. Big up everyone who's been in the in the chat, well, watching the views, to be honest. Not been as bad as we, we thought we were going to be, but it's been good. It's been good, 100%. Mo, always, big up. It's been a pleasure talking to you as always. Thank you Michael, so much. Big up as well, man. But yeah, guys, like the video, subscribe, do all of that. Hit everyone up on their socials as well. And yeah, man, we out of here. Sports Social Podcast Network.